Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the showdown slate between the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. Also starting to make videos again for PGA, uh, Daily Fantasy Sports, and uh, I do make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you are unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple Podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're listening there, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would help me out a ton. Every single rating and review just boosts me up in those Apple Podcast rankings. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that at Patreon.com and eSports package. That includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. Now, the NBA package, if you sign up, you'll get those PGA uh, golfer data sheets uh, for free. And then, I, uh, I haven't mentioned this, but I've been making uh, content for the two-game slate. So there's... You know, the Tuesday-Wednesday slate and the Wednesday-Thursday slate and the Thursday-Friday slate for NBA. Actually been going pretty well. Um, so, yeah, if you sign up for the NBA package, you'll get that as well as the you know the show on breakdowns, roster construction, and player pools, and private live streams. So, uh, and finally, I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. Again, if you're not familiar with Prize Picks, there's a few different ways you can play. The first way is you take over under on just fancy points. So Prize Picks will post players and fancy scores, and basically the idea is, you know, do you like the under or do you go over? So Giannis and Combo projected for 59 and a half fancy points under over. Pretty simple. Um, you can mix and match sports. They do have basically every single sport you can think of: they have baseball, PGA, esports. Um, let's see. Are there any of these that kind of stick out to me? Hmm. I would say these all feel about right, to be honest. Maybe a small lean to the over on Collins. But um yeah, I think those are those are pretty accurate. And then there you can also play single stat where you can take over under on like, you know, flat out points, assists, rebounds, three pointers made. Um, it, it's a fun change of pace if you guys want to try it out with NBA kind of winding down because you're not playing at Sunday, you're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to sign up, use, use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. So if you deposit uh, the maximum $100, you will get a free $100 to play with. And uh, finally, I want to thank you guys again for all of your continued support. I know, you know, NBA has been winding down, but you guys are, are continuing to come out and check out the live streams. We're getting close to, you know, basically 200 viewers in the short uh, show on live stream. So again, cannot thank you guys enough. If you do enjoy Ellis content, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't want to go live. Uh, planning to go live tomorrow, uh, so make sure to check out the live stream, guys. Let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. And NBA, even though NBA in general is kind of winding down, we do have more basketball coming up. We have uh, the TBT tournament, which I'm guessing DraftKings will have. They had it last year. Uh, I'm going to have content for that. And then also the Summer League, two things I'm very, very excited for. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, I guess, before we talk about players and the prices for the show, so we can look back my up here from tonight's game. So tonight, uh, I, I should have played Zubach. That was a mistake. And I played him in both the, the two-game, uh, the two-day slates, but... Um, yeah, that was a mistake for me, uh, not playing Zubach once he was starting. Um, so kind of kicking myself for that one. Definitely should have played him. The issue was just kind of roster construction. But I got up to Zubach, and I was kind of left in the mid-range. I really didn't like any of those guys in the mid-range. Like, you know, like Morris, Batum, Crowder, Bridges. I, I just didn't really want to play any of those guys. So 
But what I should have done was, you know, maybe gotten someone a little bit cheaper in the captain so I can got on from Rondo to Zubac. So I didn't really want to play Booker either. I didn't. Um, you know, Paul's the guy for me of the Suns guys and just kind of what, what I ended up going with. But yeah, I think I made a mistake there not getting to Zubac. Um, I, I got to give a special shout out to Patrick. Once again, almost had a takedown. I saw you, uh, I think almost won $1,000. So congrats. I know you've been on a heater. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, the mistake I made was, was not playing Zubach. And I do think that was a mistake. Once he was starting, I should have pivoted to get him in. Um, I, I guess I was a little bit hesitant. I didn't, I wasn't certain he was still going to play big minutes, but they, it looks like the, the Clippers. And also it's like, we get the, the updated starting lineup, like after lock, come on. Like obviously if man would have been, if I knew man was starting, I would have more interest there. So that, that was a little bit tilting, but um, yeah, my, my core was Paul George, was Chris Paul, Paul George, Reggie, and Pat Beverly, which was, was solid. Just the other two fillers for me did not go uh, well at all. I knew the risk was Rondo, right? I knew there was a chance that he could play limited minutes, but we've seen all playoffs long where it's like some games will play 20-plus minutes, some games will barely play. This is a game where, again, I didn't watch this game, but I just saw from the stat line, he did not play well, right? One steal and three turnovers is not going to get done in eight minutes, so... Yeah, uh, full disclosure, I made a mistake by not playing Zubach, but it is what it is, and the good thing about DFS is there's always another slate. So uh, let's talk about this show on slate again. Hawks and Bucks at 226 over under, the Bucks 7.5 point favorites. So we'll start off with Atlanta, and we'll go to Utility. Trey Young at 11.8. Well, I was hammering home how I thought he was going to be way under-owned because of that most recent game. I told people, hey, he should be close to ownership in Giannis, and he wasn't. He was only like 50% on last late. That was absolutely crazy. Now, the ownership is going to jump way up right after the last game, but it should. It should be up because if the Hawks keep this game competitive, it's going to be Trey Young, right? Rarely are you going to see a bad game from Trey and the Hawks keep it competitive or even win like they did against Philly. So, um, yeah, I mean, Last five games, 61, 56, 66, 75 fancy points, and then the one dud game where he just couldn't hit a shot. I mean, what, what, let's go back to prize picks. What's Trey Young at? 51.5. I mean, if the Hawks keep this game competitive, I think he goes over. I think the way the way he goes under if the game's a blowout, which is possible, right? You have a 7.5-point spread. But, yeah, I mean, I'm very high on Trey if you think this game stays competitive because I really think he, he needs to have a big game for the Hawks to stay in it. Now, with Collins and Capella, uh, John Collins had a really good game. He went for a double-double, 23-15, and 15, 44 fans points. That's now three of the last four games he's gone for 40-plus fans points. With Bogdan really struggling with that knee injury, um, Collins has to step up and be the number two guy, and he has been. Now, there is still a there is still a floor with Collins. The floor is, you know, he, we've seen a couple four games. Well, plus, um, Follish, that, that's what I was trying to say. Um, he's... Earlier on in the playoffs, more, I think it was a couple games of the Knicks series where he got in some foul trouble. So that's where he can have a floor game. He also had, again, a floor game three games ago. But I do think he's got to be the number two guy. And um, I do have some mention here in him in the mid-range. Now, Clint Capella at 7.8K, I mentioned, I was like, hey, he's been awful so far in the playoffs. But I said, this is a series. I think he could bounce back. And he bounced back in a big way, game one. 12 points, 19 boards, two assists, one block, one steal, and for 44 fancy points. Now, I think uh, Capella is going to play 35-ish minutes. Again, I like the matchup better here. So I think Capella is firmly in play too. Right? I've, I've just been off in basically all playoffs, but I have more interest in him in the series. 
Now, Herter, the tricky part is just this price point, right? He's been very up and down. He's had a couple 40 bombs and then 23, 5, 17, another 5 mix in there. Do I want to pay 7-2 for Kevin Herter? Well, you can if you want to get contrarian. I just, it's hard for me to, to get super excited about that price point. Same thing with Bogdanovich at 7K, right? It just, that knee injury is really bothering him. He, he doesn't have like the lift. Uh, off the ground, he's been really struggling shooting. I just, yes, he's going to be low owned. I just, I just have a hard time getting to him. Gallinari at five six should get twenty five to thirty minutes. Um, yeah, he had a bad game last game, but this is still a guy that can go out and get you twenty five to thirty fancy points. So fair filler play, but I'm still not in love with it. Cam Reddish again. So they announced that he was going to be active, but behind Solomon Hill and Tony Snell in the rotation. So we'll monitor the news. If that is the case, once again, then obviously he's not going to play. Um, if we do get some sort of news that he's needed back in the rotation, then sure, you can look to him as a contrarian play. But I don't think I'll be getting to Cam Reddish, uh, even if we get that news. Now, Lou Williams at 2.2K, we know his role, right? 10 to 15 minutes off the bench. A guy that is normally a pretty good point brand guy if he can hit some shots. Um, obviously a good score. You know, the floor is, is still there, right? He's not knocking down shots for three fancy points. But we've also seen some double-digit fancy point games from Lou Williams. So... Uh, definitely viable as a salary relief play. Now, what was interesting was the Hawks went a little bit more small, but same with the Bucks, right? Book Lopez got benched there in, in, in the second half. Like, Okongo barely played, only played three minutes. Now, I do think if Brook Lopez doesn't get benched, that maybe Okongo would have played more. But, yeah, the Hawks went to a, a good amount of Solomon Hill. So he played 20 minutes. Obviously, he's more out there for his defense. But if we're going to get 20 minutes again from Solomon Hill, sure, you can make the argument for him at 1K. Now, do we get 20 minutes again from him, though? I'm not convinced about that. So, obviously a little bit of risk there. But, yeah, I think if I'm going to take a shot on one of the 1K guys, I would rather go Hill now based on what we saw last game. No, like I said, things could change. Uh, the Bucks go, go big again. Maybe Okongo gets his normal 10 minutes off the bench, bench or so. So, it kind of depends on the game flow. But let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks. And at the top, the answer to combo, 12.4K. Just have a hard time fading him, right? It's just super high floor and high ceiling. Again, anything can happen. So, as I always say, if you do fade Giannis, if you're going the super risky route, you lock in Middleton and Drew because the only way Giannis fails is maybe some early foul trouble or he's just having the worst shooting game of his career and then Middleton and Drew take over. But it just it is really hard to fade Giannis in the showdown set. He's going to be the, the definitely optimal play in the captain spot because of that combination of the floor and ceiling. Now, if Middleton Drew Holiday... I mean, are they just going to take turns on who does good in the series, right? It was Drew Holiday against the against the Heat. He went off. And then he had a terrible series against the Nets, whereas Middleton kind of took over against the Nets and had the big games. And now, back to Drew Holiday having the big game, uh, game one here against the Hawks. So it's like, what is going on here, right? They're, they're literally just taking turns on who does well in the series. So if, if, if the path continues, then that means Drew Holiday is going to be the better play. Now, I, again... Uh, it's kind of a joke, but but not really, but kind of, right? Um, so Middleton at 10-2, obviously had a terrible shooting game last game, 6 of 23. But previous games, 55-70-41-44, the upset is there. I don't think he can he shoots 6 of 23 again. And I, what, what I think happens is I think Middleton's going to come in at lower ownership based on the last game. And, you know, Drew Holiday is cheaper, so he is probably a little bit easier to get in the Middleton. But that makes, again, ownership should be lower on Milton, uh, right? I think people are, obviously, most people are going to play Giannis. I don't think a ton of people 
are going to go Giannis Milton based on the last game for Milton. So obviously he's still going to be owned. It's a showdown slate. But I think he'll be lower owned than he should be uh, just based on that, that bad shooting game. So I still have some interest in Milton. Again, I think ownership will be a little bit lower than it should. And Drew Holiday at 9-4 uh, obviously went off last game, went for 61 fancy points. He will probably be more popular than Middleton. Um, point per dollar, yeah, maybe a small lean to Drew since he's about $1,000 cheaper. But, um, again, ownership will be higher on Drew, I think, than Milton. So you can make the argument to go to Milton over Drew uh, in, in a tournament setting. Brooke Lopez at 6-2, so that was surprising. Like, we have really not seen him get benched so far in the playoffs. He only played 20 minutes, did not close. I don't think that happens again, but you never know, right? My guess is he gets his normal 25 to 30 minutes. But um, I do think he's a riskier option because that's the first time we really saw him get benched. Now, same thing I'll say about Middleton, right? So, obviously... Brooke Lopez didn't play good. He got benched. It's going to really lower the ownership on him. There's still a realistic chance that he plays 35 minutes tomorrow, right? And uh, he's a guy that if he, if he plays 35 minutes, he can definitely be in the winning lineup. He's a decent rebounder, can knock down some threes, can block some shots. So, again, contrarian option, Brooke Lopez, don't hate it. And now we get to the value for, for the Bucks. Oh, boy. So here we go. Pat Compton to 4-2. He's a guy that's been getting the most consistent minutes off the bench. 22, 32, 22, 23, and then 29 that last game. I think we get somewhere around 25 minutes for Connaughton. Um, the floor, yeah, it's somewhat low, but he's had uh, two two bad games. It's been where he shot really bad, 0 of 5, 1 of 6. So I think Connaughton's fine for value, right? Minutes should be pretty pretty secure. So, yeah, definitely in play. P.J. Tucker, also pretty safe for, for minutes, uh, you know, perspective, right? 34, 38, 35 minutes the last three games. Now, with P.J. Tucker... You got to know the floor is low, but he's cheap. So, yes, I have interest in Tucker. Again, you're never getting excited about playing him, but he's gone for double-digit fantasy points for the last five games. And again, you don't need a ton from Tucker at this price to pay off that salary. So, I do have some interest in Tucker. I think he's a safer value play on the show on slate. And then Bobby Portis. So, I mentioned uh, that I was playing him last slate. I was rolling the dice. I was like, I do think he gets back in the rotation, but I wasn't 100% sure he did play. He played 15 minutes, and he smashed. He went for 22 fancy points. The one thing I will say is he did not play well in the defensive end, right? That that shimmy, or Trey did that shimmy. Bobby Portis was just like standing in the paint, like not even playing any defense. So is there a chance he gets a DNP this game? I think it's possible. I would, if I had to guess, I would say he plays again uh, because, you know, the offensive boost off the bench. But like I said, that his defense is where his minutes could be limited. So Portis, still a risk. But if he plays 15 minutes again, he's most likely going to have a pretty solid game at, at this price, right? 3K, again, doesn't need a ton to do it to pay off that salary. A good point per minute guy, a good rebounder, can block some shots. Uh, he's just a good, fancy point-per-minute guy. So I do have interest. I do like Bobby Portis a good amount. Um, I think there is still a chance, though, that maybe the Mets get limited or possibly even a DNP. And then Bryn Forbes at 2-4. Um, you know, minutes have been trending down in him. Can you take a shot in him in large field stuff? Yeah. Again, as I always said, Bryn Forbes, like, if he comes off the bench and nails, like, two or three threes, like, they're going to leave him in there. They'll, they'll probably extend his minutes. So... There is a way where Bryn Forbes is in the winning lineup. It's just he has to come in and knock down some threes. If he doesn't, he's probably going to play like 12 minutes, 10, 12 minutes. And that's really it. Like uh, Jeff Teague surprisingly did play a little bit. Uh, he played six minutes, but yeah, I, I'm, I don't really want to go there at the flat uh, min price.
So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you'd hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos and you know when I go live. I'm planning to go live tomorrow. I'll let you guys know, though, uh, with confirmation on Twitter tomorrow to confirm it. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. Have a great night, and I will see you all tomorrow.